changes colour. It does change colour. Um, oh no, we're already getting messages from Crofty. <laughs> Well, hello there. It's the friends in your ears that talk about beers. Yes, it's the cool room. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, David Griffiths, and I was listening to Smooth FM in the Uber on the way over tonight, and so I'm going to use this voice uh, while I talk to you tonight until I forget about the fact that I was using that voice and revert to my normal voice. I'm joined in the flesh, can you believe, for the first time ever since we started to do these podcasts. I actually have both of my co-hosts here in the flesh with me. We have Travis Bristos. Hello, David. We have Warren Wu. Good and I'm not sure whether Warren's mic is working, but that's okay. You can have a, you can have a little bet, as we normally do in the cool room. Uh, not so much about what time Warren Wu will be in the room, but what time Warren's mic will start working. I reckon Warren's mic is working now. About now. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> here we go. And most excitingly of all, we're here at the new Hopheads venue in Yarraville. So... And there's a live audience. Hopefully you can hear the live audience, which is awesome. So thank you to everyone who has intentionally come along to be part of the podcast tonight. Thank you to everyone who has unintentionally become part of the podcast tonight but hasn't yet stormed out of the building. So we'll see how long some of that takes. Uh, in a moment, I'll hand over to Travis to introduce the first of our Hopheads guests, but there's a few little bits and pieces that I need to do by way of introduction. Introduction won't be anywhere near as long as it normally is, though. Uh, so can I first of all say, uh, if you aren't already following the call room, on our social medias, please do so. And uh, obviously, if you aren't already following Hopheads on social medias, please do so. I think all of the Hopheads uh, social media is basically Hopheads AU, which differentiates it from Hopheads Singapore, which we learnt about on the previous episode that we had with the guys from Hopheads. Uh, and um, while you're uh, following us on social media, if you're listening to the podcast version, can you rate and review us on whatever podcast platform you are listening to us on? That's a huge help to us, really genuinely, in terms of spreading the, the word about the podcast. It's very difficult for us to get the word out there if people aren't liking us. Um, just a very quick word about a couple of things that we've coming, got coming up in the next month or so, and if you're following us on social media, you'll see these unfold. Uh, the Cool Room crew is going to be going along to Gabs in Melbourne on Sunday afternoon, and we'd love to have as many people as possible gathered around the table. We've been asking for permission to do a live podcast there. We haven't got a response at all at the moment, but we might just do it anywhere, anyway, a bit like some of our mates from Have a Beer Guest of the Year are going to do. And in June, we have two what we hope will be really fun events coming up. Uh, we're going to do a live broadcast, a bit like this one, from Fixation, and we're really looking forward to that. 
and then we're going to have a slow lane brewing on. And I'm just looking over at the live feed to get a response from Crofty. Maybe he's nodded off, but we're going to have slow lane uh, on for one of our online Meet the Brewers sessions, and you'll be able to get that package of beer from our online store. Um, I said it wasn't going to be an introduction that goes as long as it normally does. I reckon it has, Travis. I'm going to hand over to you, mate. I don't know about that. I mean, we've got a timer on the panel now, so it says four minutes. I think that's pretty good for your, your standards. Um, as David said, we're back in hop, at Hopheads. Um, the last time we had these guys on was during lockdown, so we didn't actually get to do something in person with the guys. So we had Ryan and Adrian... Adrian on last time. This time we're starting off with Lockie who has uh, been one of the instigators in opening the Yarraville store which is where we are right now and I better turn Lockie's mic up. Welcome mate. Thank you very much. Uh, good, to, good to have you here. Uh, the guys at Hopevs have been uh, very good with their time. They've put together a bit of a tasting pack which most people in the room tonight have got. Obviously, the people in the Zoom room don't get it, but uh, most of the beers will be readily available um, in most bottle shops, I would be thinking. Except for a couple we get to... Thank You just reminded me of that. Except for a couple we get to at the end of the night which just aren't available apart from here. So, um, you guys miss out. Um, we're going to start off with the Blackman's Needs More Idaho 7, which is an interesting choice to start with because we had Blackman's on the podcast last week. Um, it, was, it was last week, yes. It was last yep. week. Um, so we tried it out of a can, and tonight we're going to try it off a tap. And I think most people are already well and truly into it, which is... Halfway through. Halfway through. <laughs> I'm, I'm halfway through. I don't know what David's doing over here. He's got a full glass still, which is weird. Um, I, a, I, I drink elegantly. Not <laughs> this is the weird thing that happens when we're in a room together. We get to see how fast each of us drinks. I feel like I could win tonight. <laughs> Although Warren's almost finished these, so that's a, that's a good sign. Um, Lockie, why don't we kick this off? Because we've tried this before with Blackman's last week. Um, why don't you give us a bit of a rundown on why you chose this beer to begin with? Uh, yeah, sure. I, um, I pretty much chose it because it was on the podcast last week, to be honest. Um, and yeah, I wanted to get your guys' feedback as well as to how, how it paired, uh, yeah, how it differentiated between tap and can. Um, and it is, and as podcast last week, I think it is a very interesting hop to use in a single hop beer. Uh, very different notes, so yeah. It, 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 we had that discussion last week about the significance of the hop and how it's not readily available, not something that most people have sort of come across too often. Um, so that, it's a, that's a pretty good choice um, to start the night with. Um, I feel like we're going to probably move on pretty quickly and obviously our other parties that were coming on board aren't here yet, so we're going to continue, continue on, I, I think. Um, has everyone got all their, both their first two beers? So for those that are in the Zoom room and for those in the room, tonight's tasting consists of six beers in total. There was some misinformation on the Facebook page where someone was posting about five beers. That would be um, me. So they missed out on the... Uh, on the, num on the number six beer, so. I just wanted it to be exciting for everyone, apparently including myself, so I was happily surprised to learn it was six. I reckon now's a good time, given that... Oh, look at that. Oh, yeah. I've, I've comments from the crowd. Radio this, FM is drop voice, you know? this is the first time we've had comments from the crowd when it's not someone <laughs> writing in a Zoom chat. <laughs> Crofty. 
Um, we didn't have Warren on the podcast last week, so I was going to get his impression oh, of the beer, but... Uh, Warren, have you tried this in a can yet? Or? No, I haven't tried it in a can. So this is the first time I've looked at it. So you, it's, you yeah. go straight to the tap beer, which is interesting. I'm Nine times out of ten, I prefer a can because there's a freshness that comes from the can. Like, unless, unless they're really good retailers like this one and you know that they've got that good turnover. I had a sneaky pint of this on the day it was released at another bar. Yeah. Um, it was pretty fresh. Yeah, and that that end of that circumstance, yeah, that's awesome. But, but yeah, it's I think it's really I think it's pretty tasty as it is. Like I think that's a really great example. Um, Were you aware of the hop before nah, this beer? No. Nah, so that was an interesting discussion point last yeah. year where we were like, you know, we'd never really heard of it. It wasn't really something. What did the guy say? What did the Blackman's guy say about it? Uh, to be honest with you. You'd have to go back and listen to the podcast because I don't remember because for some reason we started with the 10% beer last week rather than finishing with the 10% beer last week. Lockie <laughs> might know the here. answer to that question. Yeah. What's, what's your version yeah. of the story? My Lockie? version of the story. Um, no, like Idaho 7 doesn't have a huge history. I think it was released in 2015 as a commercial hop and that's from America and that's as far as I understand um flavor profile for me is more like i know they were talking about like earl grey tea for me it's yes it is very herbal but i get more like a black tea rather like a a deeper deeper tea tea character um but also a little bit of like yeah stone fruit as well coming through super herbal for me i'm starting to think like you listened to last week's podcast because that was pretty much what we spoke about there's that there's that um, kind of root vegetable thing going on. It hasn't quite reached garlicky onion, but, but you know, like um, like sweet potato kind of thing. The root vegetable thing going on. Yeah. Is that going to be yeah. the name of your next album? Yes. Or yeah. Like an, earthy, too much. Like an <laughs> earthy character. Yeah, like an yeah. earthiness. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, okay, so moving along. I, I, guessing, Lockie, you've had it on tap and in can. Yep. Where do you sit on it? What do you prefer, the can or the tap? I prefer tap because it's a bit more of the earthy characters. Yep. Um, because it is unusual. That's pretty much it. I love the fact that it's a same day packaged beer and delivered as well. It's a pretty cool narrative. It's an amazing way to drink beer. It's literally canned and kegged the same day that it gets delivered to all the venues. So, yeah. Because we don't have the Blackman's guys here tonight, we can talk about them behind their back. Do you think it's a gimmick they can continue with or do we see it flutter off and disappear into the ether? Mm, there's two... There's, my two thoughts to that is once you get bigger, as any business does, it's hard to scale. Mm. And doing that on a day-to-day basis would be very hard. Um, does it have legs? Definitely, if they can pull it off. I think people would becoming more and more educated around how fresh beer needs to be and how fresh it needs to be drunk and quickly. So yeah, for sure, if they can pull it off as they scale up as well, I'm, I'm all for it. Yep. Um, David, you had it on, I was gonna say you had it on can, but that's not right. You had it on, you had it out of a can last week and now you're having it on tap. What's your take? Um, I, again, I think 
for me, I'm going to disagree with Warren just to cause some niggling aggro, which is part of what the show's all That's about. That's all we do. That's our uh, I prefer it off tap just because I generally prefer tap beers to, to canned beers. Um, to me, having mocked you a little bit for your references to root vegetables and those sort of darker, danker flavours, that's what this version of it delivers. And um, this was my favourite beer, I've got to say, out of all the ones that we had out of the six-pack last week. Uh, and it absolutely holds up on tap. It's a, it's a really interesting beer, one of those ones if you wanted to sort of, you know, introduce someone who was interested in craft beer to a more interesting beer. It's both, uh, it's, it's both a little bit esoteric but also mainstream enough that it won't be confronting. Mm. I kind of agree with you on everything you just said. Um, but when I had it out of the tap on the day of release... I, oh, did you? I thought it was... Oh, this is going to sound really controversial. I thought it was too fresh. Yeah, and sometimes the, sometimes beer yeah. can come out way too fresh. This tastes so much better than the day of release. Uh, there's someone in this, in this venue that's sitting here looking at me now because she also had it on the day of release and I'm pretty sure she disagrees with me, Shana. Um, who in the audience has had it in can and tap? Some people down One, the back. Some people down the back. Um, okay, uh, give me a thumbs up if you prefer it in a can or a hands up if you prefer it on tap. Can version. Oh, man, I'm not that tall. <laughs> yeah. it, have you only yeah, just realised that, mate? Is this just this magical moment where you've realised? No, it's, um, it's not. Okay, um, we're going to move along. I'm going to ask a really serious question now because, and it's actually not related to the beer. David, in your intro, you mentioned that this is the first time the three of us have actually been in a space together and done a podcast, as in in human form, in a physical nature. Yeah, how, as opposed to our normal plasticine form. Are we, how are we feeling about this? Because it's kind of weird, yeah? It's very weird to be, uh, well, obviously no closer than 1.5 metres apart. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, it's um, nice. I like you both. It's nice to be physically in the same room as you both. I brought the longer deck in from my work so that we could spread out a bit more. But you know, and thank you to my work Mega Deck for allowing us to take a deck for free. Well, we've got a few. We've got a few acknowledgements now. Why don't we, Travis? Now that you've acknowledged Mega Deck, uh, acknowledge some of the other good people out in Yarraville, other than Hopheads, who've made this broadcast possible. Uh, yes, we've been um, pretty lucky in terms of who's helped. We we have we've had the guys down at Cohen Co on Wembley Avenue put a poster up in their uh, their shop front. Damo, um, who was told me he was going to be here tonight, but <laughs> classic Damo flaked on us and decided he wasn't going to come. He'll tell you anything, that guy. Uh, yeah, uh, he likes to blow smoke. I hope he listens back to this too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and the guys over at Inner West Vinyl, which is directly across the road from Hopheads and Barry's in the room tonight. Give us a shout out, mate. Thank um, you, Barry. He also put up a poster in, the, in his window and gave us a shout-out on the social medias. If you want some really cool film posters, um, go in and see these guys. They've got um, uh, some very, very cool stuff in there at the moment going for really good prices. So, uh, Also, if you want vinyl, it's a good place to shop as well. Yeah, that's... Yeah, 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 yeah. And they do a very mean Instagram account. They so. do do a very mean Instagram account, so check them out as well. Um, we will give, we will, uh, give all these guys a shout-out at the end of the recording um, and let you know their 
what are they? Are they? What, are, what do you call Instagram addresses? Is it handles? Handles. Thanks, Loggy. Gee, I haven't heard that phrase in ages. I just call them socials now. <laughs> Type your handle in before entering the room. I'm going to get through this podcast without losing my voice. Um, I feel like we're all. Are we all almost done with the Idaho and our second? And we can move on to our second beer because I know everyone in the crowd's got their SoCal West Coast IPA, or most people have. Um, the three of us and Lockie don't. Um, I believe Adrian's in the house. Yep, Adrian has just shown up. So we oh, might we might tag Lockie out and bring Adrian in to talk about. He's looking at me now, isn't he? I can see him. He's over there. Um, are we getting Lockie back? Can we I, are. Yeah, we're going to get. Like we are going to get Lockie back. Good, good. The I've problem got a lot is of questions we, for Lockie. We've <laughs> only got. We've only got the fourth microphone. Um, so I thought we'd get Adrian in to talk about the boat rocker, and have a bit of a chat about um, having come on the podcast last year. And for those out there that are listening to this tonight and on the podcast version, go back and have a listen to when we had Hopheads on last time around. It was a really cool chat. Um, and we actually spoke about the opening of this store. I'm not sure we got a suburb at that point in time. What are you doing? Yeah, well, you, the way you clutch your microphone stand makes me think that you're about to do a Jimmy Barnes sort of impersonation. I well, just felt the need to match it. I've only had two beers. We're still early in the night for that sort of stuff. So... Um, so what we'll do is we're going we're gonna to tag Lockie out. We're going to put him behind the bar because he needs to pour the beers for the three of us at least. Oh, no, Rowan's there, so that's all good. And, uh, and we're going we're gonna to tag Adrian in, and he's going to come have a chat with us um, about all things Hopheads a bit more, as well as the Boat Rocker. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand this over to Warren because I feel like I've spoken enough and I'll give my voice a rest. Um, Warren, you look like you want to say something. No, uh, well, yeah, it's my turn to say something. Great. You, you need to talk let's, into your microphone better. Let's start with... Yes, I do. Um, yeah, let's talk about uh, Good Beer Week and your IPA event because I thought that would be quite appropriate given uh, we're about to tuck into the Boat Rocker IPA. Yeah, so uh, this is our second um, IPA appreciation event. Um, <clears throat> the whole plan is to like do a pint of origin, but more for a specific style. And that style just happens to be IPAs. Um, so yeah, all our taps across all our three venues will be 100% IPAs for the next 10 days. Um, and yeah, that's uh, that's the long and the short of it, really. So, a little question without notice: IPA is a very broad term now. Mm. Oh no, like it's, it's happening yeah, again. I know <laughs> you knew it was going to happen. It's a very broad term. Are you? Is it? Is the plan to encompass all of those, all of the styles of IPA from cloudy to yeah? Like no, we are. We've got we've got lots of haze, lots and lots of haze. Um, fair bit of lactose. Um, but some good old, 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 old school IPAs as well. Um, yeah, making it, um, yeah, black IPAs, red IPAs. 
um, the, the, the singular session IPA because what's the point really? Yeah. Um, and then yeah, but yeah, everything everything is going to be an IPA. Awesome, that sounds excellent. Um, going back to Boat Rocker's example, mm-hmm. does it make the cut? Yeah, yeah tell us tell us about Boat Rocker and uh, their and the SoCal IPA and. Well, to be honest, like I haven't had it for a while. Like I mean, it's West Coast IPA, which is like my favorite style of IPA. It's like you know, um, definitely, um, yeah, right up my alley. Can I perhaps ask a little sidebar question? Because for some of our overseas listeners, but Rocker won't be a name they know. I think everyone in Melbourne knows the brewery and respects them for being long-time Melbourne brewers. Yeah, yeah. But um. You know, can you tell a little bit perhaps of the boat rocker story on their behalf? We've never had them on the podcast. You, you're absolutely you're shaking your head in a like, very demonstrative um, way, brother. Look, look. To be honest, um, my beer history is probably pretty pretty rusty these days. You know, I leave that to the younger ones to be brushed up on. But we know we've known boat rocker for a long time. Like you know, we've been doing uh, they've been doing stuff for a while with us ever since we've had. The first hopheads, you know, they've 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 been around. Um, I think more, um, definitely more focused uh, these days on a, on their sour program, more of a barrel program. The barrel program is pretty amazing. It yeah. is amazing. Like they do some amazing beers. I think Ramjet year on year is just mm. the yeah. best uh, imperial stout that comes out uh, in Australia. Yeah. And probably the one of the very first uh, barrel programs. In Melbourne, wow! I would imagine didn't didn't go down well that one. So, <laughs> so. Uh, that's all right. They they got nothing to throw other than bar stools and glasses. <laughs> oh, sorry, what was the question again? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, I mean, it, it's it's interesting to see how, like, I think they've evolved as well over over time. But Rocker, um, you know, like. Man, I remember Alpha Pale Ale, yeah. like, you know, from way back when, and how that was such an extremely good sort of, like, in, like example of the style. And then, obviously, all the other little bits and pieces that started coming out of it. Like, I mean, Ramjet's been around forever, hasn't it, really? Yeah, um, it feels like that. Yeah, so, yeah, I know, like, it just, yeah, like, look, they're class brewery, do great beer, you know, like, consistent, um, sour program's amazing, do ridiculously good sours. Um, yeah, I had a Miss Pinky the other day, which I hadn't had in ages. Yeah, that's still, and it was just actually yeah, that's still really, really good. Really yeah, yep. I think we had it on tap here a couple of weeks ago. And man, just like you know, it's kind of warm. Yep, it's best beer to have on a warm day. I reckon. Yeah. Um, <coughs> while we're giving Bo Rock a lot of love, well deserved love, I might stick my boot in because I don't oh. want to. I don't want to put Adrian out and, and get his opinion and, and then like stick him like I normally do with Dave um, but I don't reckon as a as a West Coast IPA it's hold it holds up the the banner I don't think it's bitter enough I don't think there's enough overt hop character I don't oh. think it's enough now I that's, I that's controversial man well what's your go to uh, West Coast IPA Warren um, and I might ask the same question the rest of the panel in a minute. I'm, I'm just trying to think what is my go-to, and I don't necessarily have it, but this, this is too soft. Like I, I reckon the original Alpha Queen had more hop character, and was, 
more better and held more. It wasn't the 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 alcohol wasn't up there, but that looked more like an IPA, a West Coast IPA than this than this particularly does. And I love Boat Rock. I love everything they do. I love the barrel program. I love most of their products, but this doesn't scream West Coast IPA for me. Oh. A bit of a glance that way, so I was like, oh, maybe not me. Um, look, I, I don't disagree. I think, like, you know, as far as West Coast IPAs go, like, you do want a lot more hot presence, a lot more bitterness. Um, I'd say my probable go-to West Coast these days is probably Hawker's West Coast. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that's, yeah, um, that's, that's a, a really, that's a really <laughs> solid example of the style. Yeah. Um, I mean, not to plug ourselves or pat ourselves on the back too, too hard. No, but no, you're, you know, here, you're here to plug yourselves. Yeah, you're here to, that's, why, that's why we're with you here. But you know. Uh, kicking it old school, the one that we did with Mountain Culture. Uh, I thought yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. To that. We'll, we'll get to that. I thought that was that was a pretty good, good example of the style. You know, um, look, I, I think West Coast IPAs are at least making a bit of a comeback, which is nice. Um, you know, I, I like the hazy stuff. I like all. I like all IPAs really, but my my home base has always been West Coast IPAs and um, Warren's right. Probably this probably doesn't quite hit the brief. Um, and you're probably right, the original Alpha Queen, whether or not that's more us growing up a bit more yeah, and yep. just, you know, it's like, a good you know, like yep. our palates readjusting to, to hot flavors and stuff like that. Yep. But you're probably right, like it felt back then that that beer had much more like oomph and much yeah. like it was cleaner as well, like just more well-defined, like the hops were more like shown a bit more, the, yep. the malt bill wasn't as, as sort of like muddled, um, you know kind of thing and it was a it was a more I guess West Coasty type beer. Yeah. Um, yep. this isn't bad by I, any means I, I, I don't, don't think it's so. a bad like, no, this no, is no. well quaffable. I'm so, not gonna say it's a bad yeah. beer. Like it's it's delicious. Yep. It's, it's, yeah you could you could sit around smashing a million of them. But if I was to ask for a, a West Coast IPA I'd be mildly, mildly disappointed with when, when I go. think when I think West Coast IPAs the first one that I really think that I identified in that style was the Brewdog Jackhammer, uh, which had so much hops it was almost licorice-y, um, whereas this is sort of danker and uh, a different kind of hop profile, I think, to that that almost super sweet, um, heavy, resiny flavour, and it's very difficult to explain unless you have both in front of you, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Hawkers is definitely right up there. It's, it's yeah, it's almost faultless. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Look, the Jack Jackhammer is good. Like, um, I think it's one of those really seminal beers. I haven't had it in ages. I think because we haven't had Brewdog in Australia for a while. Yeah. Um, but you know, like, yeah, Jackhammer is definitely up there as one of the, the you know old school go tos. Perhaps the first time I'd had a West Coast IPA that wasn't produced on the West Coast, <laughs> which is almost that sort of thing about you know, someone from yeah. you know England trying to take that to Scotland, I should say, before I get into a fight. Brewdog uh, did that, didn't they? Like you yeah. know, they were really they like you know they came out of nowhere, took the world yeah. by storm. Um, I mean, it was interesting to see like the Good Beer Week promo that they had. They released yesterday with all the video and how like you know twenty. 
2012, like all these, the number of BrewDog events that were, that, that they had in that first year, yeah. you know, because they had just, they were probably like three years old or something, and it was like, you know, but it's like, yeah, they were really like stuck into that old, the old West Coast vibe, which is cool. Yep. I'm, um, I might go to our traditional, uh, our traditional <laughs> cool room question. Before you Adrian. do that, Warren, because we've had Adrian on the podcast before, yeah, we should probably oh, get, yeah. we should probably hold off on this question until yeah, we got Lockie back yeah, on good call. to yeah. get him to do it. Um, having said that as well, Adrian, um, your cool room out the back, top notch. Um, oh, you like it? I went out the back and checked it out earlier. It's very, very cool. Thank you. Yeah, um, well, good job. Thank uh, you. I've, <laughs> I've got a follow-on question that we weren't allowed to ask the last time you were on the podcast. Oh, no. Uh, oh. So please do go back and check out the previous version of the podcast where, where Adrian and Ryan were on. There were two things that we kind of mentioned and we kind of said we'd discuss next time you were on the podcast. Right. And it's pretty amazing. I think it's 53 weeks ago. Was so it 53 world, weeks ago? Yeah, the world has moved. So this place kind of wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Uh, you'd sort of written that off. That's not my question. That's not my question. Uh at that point, you uh, were talking about having some new artwork done, and you said you were going to do some watercolor versions of your logo and things like that, and change up the artwork completely. We did. I know because I listened this morning to the podcast, not because I have a great memory. <laughs> we did. I think a year ago, this time we hadn't rebranded, so I think uh, there was still that old angry hop guy, which you know I love. You which know, is still, still around here. In a few yeah, it places. is. Of course. He's yeah, on yeah. You'll yeah. never. He'll. He'll never go away. He's always there. Um, and yeah, you know, um, I think we, we talked about, um, just, you know, he's, he's had his day in the sun, you know, and we wanted to make, I guess, Hophead's just a more approachable brand, um, you know, and like, just make it more like, you know, I guess we became, when we first opened up all those years ago, I think, you know, I had a idea that it would be like, you know, like I wanted something that looked good at the back of a biker jacket. But something happened along the way and we became this really weird family-friendly venue where people brought their kids and hung out and like brought their dogs. And, and I was like, as much as I dug the guy and as much as, you know, that, that guy has so much character, like we wanted something that maybe communicated what, how we had evolved as well as a brand. Um, and as a venue, so um, sat down um, with uh, Simon, who is from Studio IO, um, and went through a bunch of concepts, and we sort of landed on this current hop guy, which is like, I mean, he's fun, he's young. He's Does he have cool. a name? Yes. No. No, oh, I wish he did. Like, we, we, we should totally use it. Who wants name. to name the hop guy? Yeah. Um, I've, I'm going to ask this question because I, I, it's, it's given to you in humour. How did the people at Point Cook take a new hop guy versus the removal of old hop guy? Oh, oh, did not take it well. Yeah. Did not take it well. Really? Uh, like there was, there was a lot of pushback. Uh, I want to say pushback so much as like, I hate it. Um, <laughs> I kind of feel like they're the kind of crowd that would like almost like riot with... Oh, there, there was pickets I mean, out the front of the there, building there were, and like, were, like when we revealed it, like you know, we you know, we 
growing, there, being there for so long, we obviously had like a core group of customers, right? That we sort of like gave them the early reveal and they were like, what's that? <laughs> you know, I mean. Did, did that ever, at any point, did that then change your mind? And, and yeah. did you go through a process where you uh, almost reconsidered removing Angry Hop Dude? No, I, I, I don't think we did really. Like, I think we were pretty, like, I think once the idea of like, having a bit of a change in our approach happened, we decided that we needed to, to stay the course um, kind of thing because there, there was a clear sort of like change um, in our in, in what we were at the start so there was no point really just sticking to our guns for the sake of sticking to our guns so it was and with anything else, like, you know, it's just, it's, you know, like, change is hard, right? Like, everybody, like, everybody's reluctant, like, you know, it's like, nobody likes change, you know? Especially, you know, the people that come at Point Cook, and hey, I love these guys so much, but, you know, we're all, like, 40-year-olds, and all of us, like, when you're 40, change sucks, you know? It gets harder uh, when you're close to 50, I'll give you a change. <laughs> yeah. Right, how much does change suck? Yeah. You don't even, you know, you wake up in the morning, there's a routine. Somebody screws your routine, and... The world is going to be a bad place today, Some, right? Someone softened West Coast IPAs. Someone <laughs> turned it into a girly drink, and I'm not happy. <laughs> oh no, Warren's about to riot. Oh. No, I'm not. I, I was going to say that the idea of your logo being in the back of a bikey jacket is a genius piece of brand development. Like for for people who are developing developing uh, brands and products and things. To, to picture it in that way and think about it in that way is a really clever way to develop. I think it's really, yeah. So I remember when you guys first opened Point Cook. What year was, that was a long time ago. What year was that? Um, so it would have been this coming year? weekend. Yeah, um, that's right. Wow. Six years ago. Six, Six years year ago. Yeah, yeah May, May the 16th was our official soft launch. Oh, perfect. That was the day after my birthday. Um, so, l so last year's episode was you were going to have a, a, a fifth anniversary. We were, yeah. <laughs> a week away. From <laughs> <Yes. you. laughs> um, but, you know, um, six years is a long time. I mean, I'm... Yeah, it's I'm, a huge time. I'm, it's longer than I've worked any job, let alone any venue that yeah. I've owned. <laughs> it's, um, you know, it's been, it's been fun. It's been a ride, you know. It's been, we've had so many um, good memories, you know, um, and... We always just look forward to making more. Um, it's, um, you know, it's a long way to go. Like, you know, we've got lots of plans, lots of things we want to do. Um, you know, uh, IP appreciation is something we want to do year, year in, year, every year for Good Beer Week. Um, you know, because it's just, you know, I fell in love with beer because of IPA. Um, and I, I want to keep, you know, and I know it's what gets a lot of people into beer these days. So we want to, give people that experience, like that first time they have a really good IPA and they go, wow, right? And it changes their life. That's, that's, that's what it's about. Uh, so I've got to ask, in, in relation to your Good Beer Week event, can Warren, David and I get the bingo card tonight and cross out a couple? No, no. So, so have you guys covered <laughs> the bingo card? Has, uh, has, <laughs> no, no, no bingo cards tonight, boys. No, no, no. Kicks off tomorrow at one o'clock. And I will be here. <laughs> I'm getting eyes in from the room. I might not be here, but I'll <laughs> um, 
I, uh, I, I feel like now is probably a good time, and we will come back to the bingo card. I reckon, yeah. Um, now is probably a good time to take a short break uh, and let everyone sort of finish their West Coast IPA that Warren doesn't like. No, no, hold on. It's not that I don't like it. It's just not a West Coast IPA. Um, we'll, we'll finish the beer that everyone else calls a West Coast IPA but Warren doesn't agree with. <laughs> <laughs> and then we will come back with the Deeds uh, Living Easy Lime and Peach Sour, I'm which is going to be interesting. Yeah. I haven't had that yet. So, um, And then we might tag in Lockie again yeah. and to ask him the question. Him the, question. The, question. Um, the question. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so we'll take a, we'll, we're going to take a quick break. Um, everyone head to the bar and get your beers and make Lockie and Rowan work. They're standing there not doing much at the moment, so... Oh no, there he is. He's all good. Um, quick break for four minutes and then we're back into it. Uh, welcome back to the second third of the podcast. Here at Hopheads in Yarraville, uh, the crowd is building up. It's fantastic to see. Thank you to everyone. Oh, well, thank you to everyone who's just had a woo. Let's have a collective woo. Uh, Michaela, you've picked it out of my mouth. It's, this is a collective woo so that I can throw to Warren Woo to ask the traditional call room question of Lockie. It's good to have Lucky back for this. So, <laughs> so uh, we're expecting big things. No pressure, Hospitality man, no professional. Pressure. <laughs> so, the, 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 of course, the question is, what is the strangest, weirdest, awful, bloody thing you've, you've seen in a cool room? But, of course, we... Moldiest? Moldiest. Uh, most no explosive. Shark. Shark. <laughs> If we ever get a question things. that involves a shark in a cool room, yeah. no, no, no. I swear. There's bigger no, questions was, to be asked. That was Warren's uh, origin story. Oh, oh so yeah, I that was been, my one. Yeah, I, I actually had a shark. It's oh, a long story. The time. <laughs> Moving go on. back and check out Warren's first episode. <laughs> yeah, go, go, go back and reference Lock it. Lucky. Yeah. Yes. Um, I have a lot of gory stories, but I'll go with the cleanest one, and it no, does involve... No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, go with your, go with your go cleanest with the, one, no, no, and yeah. then let's get you back on yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because we way, can yeah. cut it out. We no, can cut yeah. it No, we can't. We're recording live. <laughs> oh, gee. No, we can... Yeah, okay. The, the cleanest one is that I had a, a glassy one in a pub that I was working in. I uh, had to change a stout keg um, mid-service, I think it was maybe his fifth changing of a keg. Uh, went from a very easy-drinking, cheap-ish stout keg to a stupidly expensive <laughs> barrel-aged imperial, you know, or yeah. everything you can throw in, throw in it, it's in it. And it's only a 20-litre keg, and yeah, when I looked in the cold room when he was changing it, it had a, literally hit the cold room roof and just Ooh. dispersed Ooh. down every single wall you could think of. And the cold room walls were, were white. They were tan by the end of it. Uh, oh, so oh. explosion story. Tick. Yeah, yeah, that's good. We love it that. Was, yeah. We're all about the explosion. It was pretty yeah. funny. 
Luckily, he wasn't hurt, which is good. Uh, but yeah, he had to clean it up for the next two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> now, c- can I ask, in terms of your time in Hopheads, can you give us a little bit of background on that? And have you listened in to the stories of Adrian and Ryan and others who have uh, told their explosion stories in previous mm-hmm. podcast yeah. episodes? Yeah. And, um, Are they quite similar? <laughs> uh, well, explosion stories in cool rooms yeah, are yeah. a rite of passage. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I've been with, I've been behind the scenes in Hopheads for quite a fair few years, actually. There's, there's a, a lot of lead up into this store opening and even, even prior to that, um, while I was doing other things in the beer world. So yeah, quite a few, quite a while. I've known Adrian and Ryan since, uh, probably like 2013 is probably like, the earliest time I remember. And how did you strike him? Where did you first meet him? Um, Adrian was actually a customer that I served. Um, at at, at, at whereabouts? Yeah. At the Park Hotel in Werribee. Oh, yeah, yeah. It all comes back to the park. Yeah. The parks park are good. Hotel. Like that is one of my favourite, my favourite do-ups. In the the renovation of the park is excellent. And yeah, for for like a suburban pub, it's really well done. It's yeah, it was a good, it was a nice little oasis yeah. of its own. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was a good uh, little gig. So, what's the uncensored cool room <laughs> story? Go on. <laughs> like we've had some shockers. You're yeah, not going to win the. No. Um, so the uncensored one. Uh, Obviously goes, not goes, at this venue. Goes, goes back to the Park Hotel. Yep. Um, there was one night, like I think it was Christmas period. It was obviously extremely busy, um, and I was roaming around the floor trying to, you know, look at look at everything going around. And I was a manager at the time, and I walked into the bathroom and into a cubicle and saw something that I didn't personally want to clean. Um, so I went. I went to my. <laughs> went, went to the person that you know runs around cleaning and said that there was, it was their duty and, and it was pretty funny I think it was their second shift or third shift or something like that um, and not even not even lying at all there was somebody had taken a shit oh. on top of the toilet seat oh. that was in a straight line and as thick as my forearm Ooh. And as long as my forearm from wrist to elbow. And just for people playing at home. Uh, Lockie's not a small guy. Lockie's not a short guy. His forearm forearm. <laughs> this is on the bingo card, yeah? <laughs> and uh, yeah, so unfortunately, yeah, this glassy had to. Um, he double bagged, double gloved his hands, double bagged. Oh, yeah. Like, rubbish bagged his oh. arms and both his arms and had to clean up. I reckon I can beat you on that story, <laughs> but it's not a story for a live podcast. Yeah, I'm not, we, I'm not sure I've ever told the story of my worst moment at the Royal Mail Hotel. Uh, but yeah, it would beat that, but only by a smidgen. Yeah. Like it's a, that's a genuine contender. I was shocked that that could come out of a human, to we, be honest. I'll give, you, I'll give you a quick insight. It involved a bar at a cinema. Um, it involves someone going into the projection room of the bar Ooh. where we showed movie trailers and uh, shitting on the floor but doing other stuff after he shat what? on the floor. Um, 
Yeah, we, we, right. we found a, a, f- a pint glass full of shit at the in the middle of the transport hotel, like right in the. That's why I think that might inspire Lockie a little bit. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. my one involved the right in the middle. The urinal. <laughs> I think and finding I think, broken glass at the bottom of it when I didn't have gloves should, on. I, I think know, we no, should move on from the shit yeah, story. Let's, now, let's um, on to so deeds. Let's go from the, before oh. we move on to deeds, Lockie reminded me before I actually missed part of his questions earlier. So, um, Lockie, uh, you've opened up in Yarraville. You're now part of the Yarraville community, which is an awesome community, by the way. Yeah. Um, you do keep saying that, Travis. Barry thinks it is. It is. It is. There you go. Um, how are you how are you guys settling in? How's um how's business been since you opened? Are the are the other local businesses giving you some business? Looking at you, Barry. Yeah, no, it's been um, it, honestly, it's been extremely humbling and really warm welcome to the village, which has been amazing. Um, obviously, you. Ex- you have a standard when you go into a business, but you never expect, I, to be honest, what we have got from coming in here, which has been amazing. And the support from local businesses and traders around, yeah, has been fantastic. Even before we opened the doors, like the support that we had leading into it, it's just been, it's just been great. But perhaps a question that we normally ask at the beginning of the podcast when we have breweries on, is for people to sort of orientate interstate and international listeners. Uh, we gave, I think, a shout-out to people in Denmark last week who were listening in. Uh, we've had a few Indian listeners this week, and I guess just take the opportunity to shout-out to them and say that people in uh, Australia you know, really feel for what's happening in India at the moment, Absolutely. and uh, particularly for Australians who are in India. You know, Most people in Australia really want to get back so a shout out to everyone who's over there dealing with that for people who've not been to Victoria or Melbourne or Yarraville can you perhaps just you know paint a little word picture for us uh, about the community in Yarraville which is very different to your average shopping strip in your average town in Australia yeah absolutely Um, from my experience so far I just feel that Yarraville is is a it feel it's a it is a city village but it feels like a small town village where everyone shops local um, looks after each other as business owners slash even you know the community in general look after each other Um, there's a lot of community groups as well and yeah everyone just wants the village to keep the way that it is but also progress in all together in, in one I don't think there's as much of a dog eat dog world as where there could be in, in, in other areas, I guess. And I guess that's sort of proven by the fact that we're out here at Hopheads tonight, but that uh, so many local businesses have um, got behind to promote it. And again, we'll give a quick shout out to Inner West Vinyl, Mary and all yeah, the guys absolutely. over there, and uh, Cohen Co. So just a real, you know. Uh, most places we go, you know, there is a bar or a pub that supports us. Uh, there's been a real sort of sense of a whole lot of places getting behind us and um, follow them on social media. I like uh, how David says all the places we go. Um, we haven't been anywhere lately. Yeah. Well, 
you haven't. I've been in your Zoom room. Just because you haven't. Oh yeah, mean yeah, I have No, I've been, I've been here. I don't. Let, I me, think, let me move on to that, while that Travis and I. While Travis and I have a disagreement, <laughs> let's start to talk about deeds and the beer that's actually <laughs> yeah. in front of us, um, which I reckon is a fantastic beer. Deeds is. Uh, uh, a brewery that the podcast knows and loves dearly. They're one of our favourites. But um, this is a bit different, Loggy. So do you want to run us through a little bit of information uh, about this brewery and yeah. um, and this beer? Absolutely. This this brewery in particular holds a really uh, warm spot in my heart. This is my first ever repping job, which uh, which was a, lot, a few, year, few years ago now. But um, no, they've come a long way since since I worked for them. To be honest, you're very right. <laughs> um, but no, I chose this beer tonight uh, just to put in as a wedge because we've just had two uh, two IPAs and we're about to go on to another IPA. Um, but yeah, I thought it was interesting as well. Lime and pear as a combination, fairly. I don't know. It works. I wouldn't have thought it worked, but it really does, and it's delicious. Yeah, it Can is. Can I perhaps ask, you, you've chosen this beer then for its spot in the lineup as much as the beer itself. Yeah. Which I think is a really interesting question. People who are from the wine industry understand how you've sort of put together a degustation and so forth. Yeah. The notion that normally you go from, you know, a light white through to the heaviest mm-hmm. red. I completely agree with your decision to put this beer right here to freshen the palate. Put a wedge in. Yeah, you talk us through that a little bit? Because yeah, um, I think um, I think through, especially through when I, as a story, like uh, when I was drink getting into craft beer and drinking a lot of different beers in a sitting, your palate gets tired, um, and after a, a lot of IPAs, for example, you your palate just gets destroyed and you can't really taste anything after the, like, four. Um, even if you, and when you're drinking, you know, the big IBU stuff. So, uh, any any sour or palate cleanser or, like, blend of ice, whatever it may be, it's just a good little wedge to clean clean it up and then afterwards you'll be able to tell, you know, you're able to try or, you know, understand what the palate is on the next beer that you're drinking. So... I wouldn't put a wedge in between every single beer. I mean, you could if you wanted to, but um, but yeah, it's just to kind of cleanse the palate. Yeah, it's a it's a great call and a great beer for this time. And um, we're about to move on into the Mountain Culture Hopheads collab. I don't, yeah. Okay, are you sitting in for this one, or are we going to do swapsy swapsies? I kind of feel like this is the beer where we get both. Well, that's I, was, I was about to ask sort of Lockie his opinion on this one and his version of the story while Adrian isn't in front of the microphone. Oh, yeah. Do you want to give your version of this story and of what the mountain the culture you... story? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, I guess we we approached mountain culture a, a while ago to because we you know we heard they were doing amazing things uh, through the grapevine. Obviously, you've seen DJ come up through. Uh, the beer world in Australia as well, even just to hear his, you know, backstory in the US. So, just ha- just a, my thing personally is, as much as a brand can be amazing and clean and everything, I, me personally, I look at the brewer because the, at the end of the day, the brewer is 
the person that makes a beer makes an end product and if they they have a really good history then I tend to follow them rather than a, a brand specifically um, so yeah I've you know been watching DJ for, yeah ever since Modus opened and, and they they were kicking kicking goals obviously they still are today um, but to, to win that many awards in their first year for their beers is just incredible. Um, so yeah, no, we approached Mountain Culture a while ago to, to try and get some beer down here and get a bit of like coverage as well. Like we we knew their beers were going to be great um, a while back. Uh, but yeah, so we just got them down. In terms of this beer, um, we we. Personally, we're getting over the haze train, <laughs> the oat cream sort yeah. of stuff, like mm-hmm. as a personal drinkers. Um, so yeah, when we went to when we went to DJ and asked for a West Coast, or said we want to brew a West Coast, he he was wrapped. Um, it took him back to the his American roots when he you know learned how to how to brew. Um, so yeah, he was he was over the moon that we wanted to brew a classic, like. Almost like not not so much '90s, but like almost early 2000s, late late '90s West Coast. So he was yeah he was wrapped. So I reckon we might try and get that beer in front of us, and we'll get Adrian. I reckon that's a great idea. Yep. Um, We don't have our beers though, so what are we going to do now? I um, guess I'll just start to sing and dance for the amusement of Should I h- of the hold my microphone like this and pick it up and... Should we plug something? Break into Farsi or something we need to plug? So, what was that, Warren? Have we got something we need to plug? Um, I, I'm not sure. David, do we have something we need to plug? Our Knowledge Week was good. Uh, knowledge you don't week, need to plug knowledge it. Week was fantastic. If you uh, weren't at Melbourne University last week to hear me... And my son and the stuffed camel uh, introduce uh, some of the most innovative products that I've ever seen in my life. Um, you should check out the Knowledge Week, uh, Knowledge Week website. So we now have. Hey, are we going to wait for Adrian and? Yeah, yeah uh, we will. But I'm going to have some words. When you oh. say when you say West Coast IPA, oh, I think this is a West Coast I IPA. Think this. This is much, much closer to the What bar. do you think, Warren? I, I think this is... This is... Mm-hmm. This, mm-hmm. Is, mm-hmm. This, is mm-hmm. this is what I... Um, are we also... Are we going to include Lockie or... Yeah, yes, Lockie. Okay, alright. Um, we still have two beers to go after this, yes? We still have two beers to go after uh, this, yes. Nothing hell. Um, um, I, do, I do feel like it could get very loose and the editing process on my day off tomorrow is going to be intense we'll put it up Sunday hey it's my birthday on Saturday I'm not doing any editing on Saturday oh, I forgot about that I'm going to be there for a little bit you're going to be there for a little bit yes uh, welcome back Lockie um, I feel like we are going to I feel like we need a clap alright yeah I'll do it That was really just, just one <laughs> clap. That was really lame. It was a clap help. Like, okay, I'll, 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 yeah. All right. 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 So, all right. so we got some. Right, um, let's, let's focus. Um, the clap helps no one. So we've heard from Lockie in relation to this club. Um, Adrian, now that you're back in the room, uh, why don't you give us your take on it? Um, oh. Is do the stories match up? Are they the <laughs> same story or is it totally different? 
Um, I think we heard about mountain culture on the grapevine. Like, Lockie really had been following them on, like, the gram, as the kids call it, uh, a little bit. And he was like, there's this cool brewery um, doing some really, really cool stuff. Um, and so at the end of lockdown, towards the end of lockdown last year, we got in touch with them um, and we said, like, can we buy some of your supposedly very, very good shit? And they were like, eh, okay. And so they sent some stuff down and turns out, yeah, sort of very good shit was really, really, really good shit. Um, I think at that point I was, you know, like I, I got it in my head that I wanted to do something with them. And so, and I can show you emails from like November. It was like, when are we doing this collab, bro? Um, yeah, I was sending out to coming out to this podcast. Oh, it was like it, it, it was like begging. It was sad. It was like degrading, you know. But I wanted so bad to make a beer with these guys, and it's kind of funny because they have obviously they're obviously well known for doing like hazy IPAs and stuff like that. And when we spoke to them, we were like, "Oh, so what do you guys want to do?" And they're like, "What do you guys want to do?" And it was. I think we, set, we, we settled on something that was not hazy, and then we decided that, you know what, I'm a, like I said, like from this, I'm a big fan of like old school West Coast IPAs. Um, and DJ just went like, yeah, you know, let's, let's, let's do a West Coast. And originally this guy was meant to be like a eight plus percent double IPA, um, but I think, you know, Science happened and all that, and you know, and the process. We we, we got this, and it, I was like, I'm just absolutely blown away. Like, I think it's, I mean, again, not to toot our own horn. I think this is a really, really good example of the style. So, so, so what makes this beer in particular? If there's people who are sitting at home right now listening to this as a podcast, opening this a can of this beer, why is this West Coast in your opinion? It's the amount of like the, the fact that the the hop profile is all it's all about pine yeah. it's all about resin it's all about like like bold citrus flavors right yeah. i think these are the three I, things i'm nodding a lot as you say right? <laughs> like it's 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 that's to me the the definition of what a west coast ipa it's yeah. just like when you smell it and when you taste it those are the things that need to pop straight away mm. right um and then, obviously, like, the malt bill has to be, like, non-intrusive. You know, it has to, it, like, you know, it adds balance, but it does, it's not there to, to necessarily pull it back. But it's there to sort of, like, be the canvas for the hops to shine. And I think that's why this has been such a good beer, because that's what it is. It's like, you know, the malt's there. Like, there's a little bit of that sweetness, right? But it, all it does is just serve to just showcase the hops and I think that's that's why I think it's a it's a quintessential West Coast IPA the only thing the only thing if I had a criticism of it I'd just say like I would prefer it maybe a touch less sweet but only a touch but you know even then it's like it's still like 
to me, probably one of the best West Coast IPAs ever made in Australia. And that's not because <laughs> it's got our name on it. Like, it's, sure. it's yeah, okay. I yeah. don't disagree, man. Um, I really... I so, really I guess the question is, Warren, where do you sit on yeah, this West I Coast think, IPA? I think this is excellent. And, and a canvas for the hops is a great way to put, put the idea of... of where, where the West Coast IPA should be and how it is. Um, the deft hand with this is that you get the you get those overt hop characters, the citrus and pine, but underlying that, there's also dank characters kind of sitting in there and being dark yeah, and being yeah. broody to give it a base note for underneath that. So Broody. Think, yeah, brooding. I, like yeah, I tell you That's what, a great like the bitterness as well, right? It's that, yeah, the that, that perfect bitterness where yeah. it's like, like just there you know yeah. like it's like it's a real long bitterness as well like it's it's perfect like yeah. you know like yeah. IPAs these days I think a lot of the time they're brewed to be inoffensive you know like approachable and that's almost counter to what mm. I think the original West Coast IPAs yeah. were about like yeah. they were about just being over the top yeah. um, I mean we're all old enough to remember the IBU wars of like 20, yes. 2012 right but everybody was brewing beers to melt your mouth. Well, yep. yep. Um, this is sort of like, you know, like a throwback to that where bitterness is not something that you shy away from. It's something that you sort of like, you know, it's beer. Yeah. The hops. Yep. Embrace it, you know, it's, it's, it's cool. Well, to, to me, American powwows are a bit like, or West Coast ones, you know, a bit like sort of chilies, which is, it's, it's not, it shouldn't be a contest as to who can brew the most over the top. It's the who can actually highlight the flavours mm. that come through in chilies. Who can actually highlight the flavours in a big hopped beer? Yeah. Mm. But it's not a drinking contest. It's yeah. not like can you drink it or not. Yeah. It's like can you find a way to express the characters of the, the hops you're working with? Oh, 100%. Um, I think that this, this, beer, this beer does that. Like it's, um, it just ticks all the West Coast boxes for me. Um, you know, can't be prouder. Like I think, yeah, like it's cracking. Yeah. I could drink a lot of this. And is this on the bingo card? <laughs> yeah, you're obsessed with the bingo card. This is my this is my avenue into the bingo card. This is on the bingo card, yeah? It is, yes. Okay. Um This is the only this is the only one on the bingo card. <laughs> at the moment. So, so so Lockie, do you want to explain the bingo Can you card? Give us a rundown yeah, on us, the bingo tell card. Tell us about the bingo card. So I know what I'm sure. doing but tomorrow again, at one o'clock. Remember that you're talking <laughs> Imagine you're talking to Los Angeles or Denmark okay. or Mumbai sure. because you yeah. you are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, so at the top of the show, Adrian explained IPA Appreciation Week. Um, so we actually play IPA Bingo, uh, which is you essentially get a bingo card that is through one through to twenty-five numbered on the front. On the back there, we have. Uh, breweries assigned to each number so you come into any one of our venues throughout the whole week and once you drink a pot of that brewery or that beer uh, you essentially stamp off the number and then yeah you just play a, a beer bingo so it has, to be, it has to be a pot? the minimum buy-in is a pot okay yes. And, and I guess it's worth saying, is I'm the man totally who not, a lot. I'm not doing this for the podcast, I'm doing this for my own benefit. <laughs> yeah. like, uh, as, the, as the bloke who shills a lot, can you actually explain where the three venues are, just again? Oh, yes. 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 <laughs> uh, we have one in Point Cook, which is the original, six years old, in a few days. 
Uh, the other one is in Altona, um, just a couple of suburbs away from Point Cook. And then the third one, which we're in right now, is only seven weeks old. Um, and yeah, it's in Yarraville. Can you give us a rundown? Um, if someone does get to strike off bingo on the card, what do they win? So you win a T-shirt that is... It's not just a T-shirt. I've got plenty of T-shirts. Yeah. 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 It's just a white T-shirt. It is the best T-shirt. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a T-shirt that literally no, lists it's out... Not the best, it's, it's a tribute to the best T-shirt in the world. Yeah. So. There you go. So it's a t-shirt that lists out, um, like, it's, a, it's like a band shirt. It's like all breweries on the back. Um, yeah, 20, 2021. And I believe you put, a, you put a photo of it up already on your Facebook account yeah. as well. Yeah. So you, anyone listening can go check that out. Um, out of curiosity, and I'm going to ask this question, and Lockie's going to look at me because we've had this conversation. Um, what do you win if you tick off every square on the bingo card? There is, there, is, <laughs> there is a grand prize. Grand prizes. Grand prize. yeah. Oh, so it's not just me that's going to get it. No, no, you yeah. look like if you. No, if you're, and I think what we're saying is there's a mystery about that. You've got to come and do it. Don't. And no, hold look, on. We'll, we'll, we'll let you guys in on the story. So, what we have is. We're going to put this out on the promo so you realize this is going to be the thing. It's a, it's a customized jacket, it's a Hopheads IPA appreciation jacket. That you get to stick your name on. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll be posting some social media on it in the next couple of days. You get to see what it looks like, but that's that's the prize. So, in a, in a, in a, just so we're clear, guys, in a week's time, yeah, the person getting around Yarraville with the name on the back of the jacket is going to be Travis, yeah? Uh, I, yeah. Thought he said, the, I thought he said the, the divorced, I thought it was going to be a tennis divorced thing. lonely guy named Travis <laughs> walking around Yarraville. <laughs> I've got to say that Travis's missus isn't even looking to see at all anymore. She missed that. She, she's like, oh, yeah, I'm out. But, but you do get a jacket out of it. Yeah, you, yeah. That's right. Which is can, I, can I return to the question of this beer before I finish it off in my mouth? Um, when you sit down to do a collaboration with a brewery, like, about, like how do you approach it? What, what are the first sort of little bits and... Um, I was lucky enough to do one collaboration in my hub owning life. Um, but it's what a, a collaboration. That was awesome. Yeah, it didn't work so well. No, but, anyway, no, but still. Uh, um, how do you go through that conversation about, you know, who wants what out of it and do you get to go out there and tweak things and, you know, within, within reason, how much can you tell us about the process of this beer being made? Um, I guess a lot of it's just... It starts off with like, you want to do a beer? And it's sort of like, you know, it's like flirting, right? Like you, 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 you just put it out there and you see how they respond. You know, like, I don't, I don't no, understand that either, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> you know. what, what, what are you what wearing? Is this, what is this madness now? <laughs> like, you, you just float the idea, right? Like, and I, like, I guess for us, um, we don't want to do, I guess, beer with just anybody. Really, we want to do beer with people that we consider good friends, and we want to do beer with people that we consider great breweries, yeah. right? People that are that do great beers in that particular style. Um, so, I mean, and if they say no, that's fine. You know, if they go like, yeah, there's nothing in it for us, that's cool. You know, yeah. so I think the first thing we do is like, yeah, man, we love your stuff. Like, you know, 
um, this is who we are. Um, you know, would you like to make a beer together? Like, let's, is there something in it for you? Is there something in it for us? And if they go, yeah, you know what? Like, I like what you do. And we are like, we like what you do. And then it becomes sort of like, you know, then we, move, no, no, we really like what you do. And then it becomes first base, right? So we start holding hands, right? Um, and then I guess the next, the next, the next steps probably, um, then it becomes about, um, second base is all about recipes. Like it's about what we want, um, you know, and, and that's, um, you know, it, I, I, Put it this way: When you pass first base, you're probably you probably hit the home run, right? Like you know, once you've sort of like agreed to the beer, you're almost there. Um, then it's about agreeing on recipes, what we want to brew, um, getting when we want to brew it. Yeah, that's that's always that's, that's fun. The hardest part. Yeah, when you want to brew it, it's always like we were supposed to brew this mountain culture one in November and then December, and then we were supposed to go out to mountain culture and then we weren't. And then Ryan did, obviously. Um, and then, yeah, and we got there in the end. Like, uh, but it, it processes, yeah, basically that. Like, you agree on a style, um, decide what you want it to sort of be, um, agree on the artwork, and then, um, you know, they pump out the beer, and we all have a good time. That's, uh, <laughs> I, that's the best analogy. I love how we turned yeah. a relationship into a... Beer brewing. And, um, and then you get into a, a promotion with the local bar and you get divorced because you want a jacket from that bar. <laughs> Mate, uh, no, I've already been divorced. I, um, I, we've got two beers to get through and I think we're getting nice and toasty. Yeah. Um, I think we'll, we might take a quick break. That way, let the guys get the last two beers for all the listeners that are still out there. There's still a few floating around. There's a, lot, there's a lot of beer over there that's yet to be drank. Um, we're going to come back with uh, the next lot of beers, one of which is the only keg in Victoria. Um, I'm so yes. looking forward to this. So yeah. let's, let's take a quick, quick couple of minutes break, uh, get the beers poured, and we will come back and have this discussion of the mystery brew. Good call. you one last time. Let's get ready to rumble! Sorry. Focus you one last time on the fact that the Cool Room podcast is here in the, uh, the wonderful space provided by Hopheads in Yarraville. The disturbing Shana. That's good. That's what my job is on the day. I think she was giving me a signal saying, turn it down a bit. Turn, turn down There's the a weird noise coming out of the speaker. We're about to... We're about to begin a discussion of the last two beers on our tasting paddles tonight. 
and once again, a shout out, I've got to say, to Adrian, Ryan and Lockie from Hopheads in Yarraville and for Ryan. providing this space for us tonight. And to everyone in Yarraville who has, uh, who's allowed us to come and be part of this wonderful experience in the suburb, and uh, in particular those who've promoted it. Uh, so to Cohen Co and to Inner West Vinyl, it's been pretty amazing the effort you guys have put in to help promote the podcast for us. And uh, we're going to do everything we can to help promote your businesses. It's been a funny old year in Melbourne and Victoria. And uh, for everyone who's helping everyone succeed, uh, a big shout out. We have uh, two beers in front of us right now uh, that are from Working Title. And um, Adrian, I don't know, can you give us perhaps a little bit of a background on Working Title as a brewery? And then we're going to talk about two specific beers. But um, can you give us the Working Title background? And, um, And if you can't, would you like to watch me try and pad out a little bit of time? Uh, which is always an amusing thing to see me do. Look, obviously very relevant or uh, exciting, but um, this um, is why we try to stop me doing these things from well, time to time. Look, like Lachlan's done a lot of the research on the whole working title thing. My, what, what I know about them is that they are... The guys that worked at Newstead in Queensland... Um, they have just gone out on their own and branched off and done their own little, had their own little side project. Uh, the, the ex-head brewer at Newstead is the head brewer at Working Title. They brew out of Newstead um, and we've got a bunch of their beer, actually. This is the okay, first... So, you, so you've got a, you, you're right. So you've got two beers on tap from them. Yeah. That's a bit of an endorsement. It is. Like, um, look, they, they, they reached out, I think, uh, a couple of weeks ago. And they were like, oh, we've, we've got a bunch of beer that we're going to send stuff down to Melbourne. Like, you guys want some? And we're like, yeah, we'll have a crack. But I guess to our surprise, they've all been remarkably good. Um, we've had, um, their, we had a hazy from them called Foggy Road. Foggy Road? And that's, that's been cracking. We have, we have that on at Point Cook at the moment. And that's just cracking little hazy IPA. Uh, we've got... Here in front of us right now, we've got the uh, Devil's Double, which is like a like a double red, uh, yeah, like Imperial Red Ale. Uh, and, 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 and I know we ask this question a lot, but explain what a double red is, because we really do have listeners who are from the very beginning of their sort of craft beer experience through to people who have beards even longer than Lockie's. I like how Adrian just tagged Lockie in there like yeah. it was a tap. It was like, I'll, I'll leave this up to you, man. Do your work, Lockie. <laughs> um, Double, so obviously double, like a red hours. What's an American red even? Begin so with? Ameri- if you put, if you see American in front of anything, just assume that it's like hot, heavily. Yeah, good job. Um, oh, yeah. So like an, an American IPA is right. Stu- American IPA is like stupidly, heavily hopped. Uh, so yeah, uh, red ale specifically is like you know the like nice biscuit. Uh, Typically just biscuit, toffee kind of characters, but really light. Um, nothing, nothing too crazy. Not, not into like a brown ale or anything. No, no coffee notes, but like more toasted, roasted, yeah, caramel. Um, but in terms of the double aspect, is more like the ABV and just, just how big of, of, of characters come through. So 
this typically isn't. Uh, this typically a red ale is typically about six and a half, maybe six ish, and this is this is sitting at like this is sitting at six seven, but the double aspect is the ingredients that go in. So big roasted. And, and roasted how do they malt. get those toffee flavours? Is it due to the way they treat the grain, or is it due to the, yeah? Where does that sort of comes comes? <laughs> I'm, I'll put this out there. I'm not a brewer. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. Lockie's not a brewer. You sound kind of authoritative. No. I, I, I back you in. No, but I, I can shine a little bit of light and, and don't, uh, take, this, take this with a grain of salt. No, but um, the roasted character or the more caramel character comes from more like crystal malts is probably the, the, the main aspect. Yeah. Um, yeah, crystal malts is, is the biggest thing. So sweet toffee notes. Um, the listeners out there, even in the venue tonight, as well as listening to the podcast, they probably don't really know the, this brewery that well. Um, we know that you've had their beers on before. What, what's next in line? So we, tonight we've got the, the double and we've got the milk stout. Yep. Um, I think most of us are yet to try the milk stout, but yeah. is this is it a brewery you're going to continue to have on? Do you? Uh, I think so. I think well, at the, at the moment they're they're super small. They've only just started. On, honestly, in the, in the last like uh, what was it like four or five weeks ago, we actually contacted them and 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 figured out that they were sending beers down to Gabs, not not to Victoria in general. Um, and we we managed to like tag on a few kegs onto the Gab's palette, um, so yeah, we we're kind of lucky in that in that aspect. So guess, in an industry talk sort of way, how important is it to have a barrel that no one else or a keg that no one else is going to have? Do do you see people who come in tonight just because they want to tick something off on Untapped, or which is fine? I mean that's a it's, yeah, a, no. it's a very different industry to what it's it was 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I think I think the industry that it is at the moment and the way people are drinking is that they're coming in and 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 kind of catching Pokemon. Like they're, they're, they're <laughs> trying, no they're trying to catch them all. Which in fact I might have to excuse myself in a minute because <laughs> there's a raid in the gym down the road. <laughs> So no, it's not a bad thing at all. I think um, so. Yeah, having this sort of stuff, and I'm not saying it's like cutting edge or anything, but having the newest, or or, or having having the ability to get really good pod, like product first or second even to your customer base, it, yeah, is is a good part of the business for sure. Um. Guys, I, Bob, this this question for both of you: What's your pick out of the the red versus the milk stout? They're clearly very different beers, but if you had to choose one to have as your last beer before you were given the electric chair, um, which one would it be? I honestly think they're both. I honestly think they're both brewed extremely well to style, and yeah, like I mean, I'm not gonna lie, this is the first time I've had this this milk stout. That's delicious. I was just going. Oh, that, that is. It is delicious. Yeah. Like that, that's yeah. a good beer. And 
Um, they haven't smashed it with a whole bunch of shit. Like, they haven't really gone out and put every like, the whole kitchen sink in. It's just a really yeah, yeah. clear, clean, really well-brewed beer. Like, oh, sorry to interrupt it. No, no, no. Uh, that, I mean, it reminds me of uh, what Batches Elsie was when it first started yeah. before they started to go nitro yeah, and, and all then, that other and crap and they like, did to it. Well, I like... It's, it's very, very clean. Yeah. It's very... Yeah. It's, it's weird, right? Like, it's a very... Like, um... Just, like... Just good beer. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. it's like, you know, you, you it's it's almost faultless. Like, you drink it and you go... Mm. Yep. Like, like, that's just good. You know, it's like, it's, it's... it's You know, before the days of extreme beer, when it was like, whether it's about hops or malts or... Haze or oak adjunct, strawberries, banana stouts or coffee banana. stouts or chocolate stouts. And there's nothing or... wrong with that. I love banana stouts. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's 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 just like this is just like you know, like really just old school. Yeah, yeah. Milk stout, which yeah, is yeah. just it's man. Oh, you it's remember beautiful. like and what's the what's the first old school milk stout you guys had that made you go like oh yeah like I, I dig that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this this reminds me of that. OG Aussie, but then it's become something that's really great too. Like all that different malt, all those different, those different components of yeah. going to Aussie yeah. has meant like this would be the polar opposite of, of that. Like this comes back to the pure, clever, just a couple of things, really oh, yeah, precise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's think, straightforward. It's no, no. And I, I think we've had this discussion before about stouts. I've like. I'm glad we've got back to a point where we can drink a stout and it's a stout. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's it, not. A, well, it, it's not a sort coffee. Of pastry it doesn't. Yeah. Like, it's a good, like a good pastry yeah. stout's got its place. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. But but sometimes no 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 you just no no no. You just well, want to have a stout, yeah? It's, it's the Melbourne Durian Fruit Festival this no, weekend. No, big markets. Then you go and it's only a question of time before someone does a Durian Fruit <laughs> yeah, no. uh, stout. Yes. I don't oh, want to have it. gee, that would be... Or do I? Or golden out. Or like Durian Fruit golden have you, out. Have you got a collab coming out soon? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, but, yeah, but sometimes when you look at that stout, you go to the drunken poet and you go, well, I'm just going to go to the top... I'm just going to go for a pint of Guinness. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or an Abbotsford or a... Oh, yeah. Invalid, yeah. Classic Invalid. (laughs) As as we head towards almost our third hour of this podcast, which is usually a good time to uh, figure out this time to stop, uh, can we have one more time the uh, the social media for you guys and uh, making sure that we don't mistake it for Singapore... Which is, I know, a long time, uh, oh. long time thing that we get from. So before we go, I'd like to introduce you guys, like who, uh, to Mrs. Hoppet, <laughs> who, uh, yeah, I, who gets, you know, who doesn't get a lot of the limelight. Uh, it's in the background a lot of the time, but does a lot of the important work, uh, including keeping me in line. <laughs> uh, you know, um, important job, very important job. And. Uh, uh, is she going to take the seat for the another two-hour conversation that starts right now? Yes, go. <laughs> About social media, 100%. Um, but what do you guys need? I'm sure Wiley, my wife, will uh, regale you. Uh, go. 
So, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Instagram and Twitter. Facebook. What's our Instagram? What's our Instagram? It just. Uh, hold on, one more time. One more time. No, don't worry about that. It's all good. Speak into the mic. That's okay. Just tilt that microphone down a bit. And uh, Facebook. That's it. Go for it, Wiley. Pop is AU. Follow us and the co room. The- <laughs> don't worry about our We'll plug our one. Yeah, you yeah, plug yeah. your one. Um, Oh, the audience comes alive. We've been waiting Thanks. for two and a half hours. I've, I've, you know what it is, right? It's the Long Suffering Wives Club. It's that's what it is. It's the, it's the, yeah. Uh, oh. Uh, <laughs> just for the record, the, uh, the the person who's chosen to come dressed in Christmas lights is now booing us. <laughs> hey, I'm not booing you. What are you talking oh, about? No, you got I said person. <laughs> Um, I think we're about to, to boot this baby home and, and uh, wrap things up. Um, we probably should give one more shout-out to Inner West Vinyl and Cohen Co, who helped us out with promoting the event tonight. Um, this is the first time we've been back in a venue for a very long time due to COVID. Hopefully there's going to be a lot more of these type of events. Uh, we will iron out the kinks, of course. Um, but very much so, thanks to Hopheads Yarraville and Hopheads in general. Thanks, guys. And uh, everyone involved. Yes. It, was, uh, it was such a good night and the crowd's been great. Um, they've kind of filtered off probably because we've had too much beer. Um, right. You know, well, we're, we, we are. Well, we've, we done have. Jo- we've done our job. Um, we right, will, cheers, guys. Thanks for coming. We will see you in a couple of weeks, hopefully, at another venue. And uh, there will be more online Meet the Brewer sessions. Announced soon, including uh, Slowly. Round of applause. Yes. Good night, guys. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Good night.